Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Greetings, listener dear! It's that time again where we get to say, Whoa, yeah, hey, baby, we're inside your ear canal. Um, Whoa, yeah, yeah. hey, baby, here we are and we're doing it now. Oh, where? Yeah, baby, (laughs) thanks for joining the show. I'm Tom! I'm Ben! (laughs) And I'm Matthew, and welcome to a lovely episode of Pappy's Flat Share Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Beef closed! Um, That's almost almost the jingle, yeah. So, um, welcome welcome to the show, everybody. We've got a fantastic guest in Josie Long today. Oh, long-time friend, first ever chance to say hello. (laughs) Sorry, I lost my mind a little bit. It's all right, please don't worry about it, Tom. Um, But the the show itself turned out great. Don't be dissuaded by the fact that we're all falling apart. I think I very much clocked off when the recording finished. Well, the recording hasn't finished, Tom. Uh, There lies the rub. That's the problem. Yes, so anyway, uh, we had a lovely chat with Josie, um, and you can listen to that in just a second, but we would like to remind you that we're doing a live Flatshare Slamdown over Zoom. We've done two already. They've been really, really good fun, and you can watch it live on the internet uh, if you go to eventbrite.co.uk and you look for Pappy's Flatshare and we've got two amazing guests this time around we have yes we've got Dara O'Brien and the brilliant Sophie Duca Um, it's going to be a real treat it's on the 8th of July and tickets are a fiver but if you work for the NHS they are completely free and if you are a member of our Patreon they are also discounted so a great reason to join the Patreon patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare uh, and just a great reason to see us all through your computer screens. Yes, and if you haven't joined the Patreon, then we're also putting out um, three, four, four episodes a week. Every day of the weekday, you're getting content during lockdown. So please join the Patreon community. Uh, that's at patreon.com forward slash pappies, probably. Is it pappies? <laughs> pappies? No, it's not pappies, probably. It's pappies flat share. Yeah, there you but, go. But, uh, you know, there you go. Pappies, if you search pappies flat share on any of those things, you'll find it. Or if you go to our Twitter, there's always, a, I'm always trying to plug it there. Um, but yeah, but, oh, I tell you what, Tom, I've just remembered I've got a special treat for you. Oh, really? I've got a real treat for you, Tom. Now, um, a regular contributor to the, the Patreon, Dr. Zapzen Claxonhorns. Yes. Um, yeah. Very good friend of Brian Shelf's, if you're familiar with Brian Shelf. Um, he got in touch to say that he has done a remix. You know, in the house meeting last episode, you were talking about the house music going in your imagination. Oh, yeah, I was, yeah. Well, Tom, listen to this. Weirdly, like with the production levels in my head, 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 production levels in my head. The sound of Ibiza in the summer. This is the raw stuff. Steady on, queen. This is the stuff like DJ Shadow coming off mic two. This is the raw stuff. This is the stuff like DJ Shadow bringing in a little bit of bass. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
my god. But then the hi hat. But then the hi hat. Oh my god, it's extraordinary. Right? Oh. I mean, we're listening to this on what would have been Glastonbury weekend, but I felt like I was there. That yeah. is some late night like Shangri-La. I was deep in Shangri-La there, you know. Um I, I, it was that's, that's something else, isn't it? Can we play can we play out the episode with that? Oh yeah, we'll stick it at the end as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's going to we're now going to go into the actual theme tune of the show. It's going to seem very sedate compared to that, isn't it? <laughs> Man alive. Oh, that was, that oh, thank you gorgeous. very much, Dr. Z. That is great, great work. Um, just enjoy this episode now with Josie Long. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you be from the sorting out your beef. Right, well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Josie. It's my pleasure. Have we started? Yeah, let's start. Let's call this the start. Great. Um, How are you? I'm really, really good. Thanks very much. Yeah. How are you? How are you dealing with uh, lockdown? Well, we're in a very weird place at the moment, aren't we? It's sort of betwixt between mm. because it's like the, the threat is still there, but everyone is pretending it isn't. So yeah. it's, an <laughs> it's an interesting time for us all. Um, I'm really fine. I can't complain, um, but I will now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you being caught? Would you would you put yourself on the cautious end of the spectrum in terms yeah. of going around and about? Yeah, we're not doing anything extra. I mean, she does go to nursery, so that might define us as incautious. But we think that's where she gave it to us from in early March. So we're a little bit like, it's obviously oh, been so all round. So. so you've had it. You've had it already. We think we have. Obviously, we didn't get a test, so. But no, my no. my breathing is still impaired. So Ooh, <laughs> it does sound like the dreaded coronavirus, doesn't it? Oh my god! Well, it's good. I'm, I'm glad you're you're safe now. I'm glad you're you're all right. And yeah, because that's the thing with, with with a little kid is you can't get them to social distance, can you? They and don't I also, it. it's really hard to teach them because you don't want to permanently teach them. You don't want to be saying to them, yeah. "Listen, you, it's really important." You want to be like, "We're just playing this game where yeah. we." And it's like, I mean, she she did get very, very confused when we were finally allowed to kind of see people at distance again. So she'd not seen anyone for like three months or something like that. And it was quite upsetting for her suddenly to see people again. She was really like, yeah. what? it's almost like she was like, what the, what the fuck? Were you just lying to me the whole time then? Like, why is this happening <laughs> There now? are people out there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't just exist on Zoom. Yeah, I mean, getting like getting confused, you can't really uh, blame her because I think literally everyone in the country is confused about it. Like, no one knows, are we supposed to still wear masks? I've heard we are, but then I went to Tesco yesterday and no one was bothering. It's just, yeah. it's like, it's I, I don't know, like, what, what, was, what are we supposed to do? Also, I think the mask thing, because people know that the most effective thing it does is stop you transmitting it as opposed to stop you getting it. If you're a selfish person, you're like, oh, oh, I don't have it. Yeah, I don't have it. It's not going to stop me getting it. So what's the point? Oh, oh. Wait, so, wait, hang on a second. It doesn't stop me getting it. Well, fuck yeah, the so mask. Why thinking... am I wearing a mask the entire time? <laughs> <laughs> now I find out. 
like, I, do you not find wearing a mask a bit cool? <laughs> like that, I love it. Like mask, I'm mask of... with sunglasses on, yeah. yeah. I'm, like I hate the, it. I'm like the invisible man. Mask, what? sunglasses, headphones. Yeah. Yeah. I got a cool Big mask. Top yeah. My mom bought me like uh <laughs> my mom bought me like a cool mask the other day. Like a like oh, a, yeah. it's like a it's like a wolf's mask and it's got like the shape of a like a slight design of a wolf on it and like the wolves Ooh. logo. And now I feel like I'm stepping out. I feel like I've got a new pair of sunglasses. I'm never gonna get into mask fashion unless you are <laughs> winning it with everything else you're wearing and then divine. I'm treating it like a punch drunk uh, installation and just like wandering, <laughs> wandering around like I've got like carte blanche. Just, just turn yeah. up, turn up in people's, people's houses. <laughs> you, this Tom, is you, great, guys. This is you, amazing. You've got to stop dragging Unreal. people down an alleyway and delivering a monologue to them, right? You've no, just got to stop doing it, I mates. never will. I never shall. Look, that's the only thing we've got now. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I was thinking about this, this the other day. Now, I don't know if this is the case, but, you know, bingo halls are open right yeah. can yeah. we can we just rebrand comedy nights as bingo nights i mean we were barely passing for comedy anyway <laughs> <laughs> i think a shift into being bingo callers isn't a bad shout for us anyway can i make the point that i thought that the reason they weren't letting people do theater was because they couldn't be liable for performers but a bingo caller that's a performer he is a performer yeah. exactly and, and you know what Bingo callers are sick and tired of people not acknowledging that, so they'll be really the the, the bingo callers association will be delighted with this episode. Well, oh, the, I, uh, BCA? oh the, BCA. the BCA. We are sponsored by the this. BCA, by the way. Yeah. Can I be controversial here? I know the BCA won't thank me for this, but okay. can they in Mecca, for example, or other countries? No, no. Can they in? No, no. Mecca's not a country. Can they? <laughs> like, can they in, in bingo halls? Can they have an automated bingo caller these days? So oh, is that is that like no, maybe that's like, the point? You know, Do you like, know what? I bet they franchised it and one person does it all around the whole country. On a that big screen. Oh, there's there's like a kind of Barry Scott figure who oh. just appears as a hologram in every bingo school, a bit bingo hall. Yeah. <laughs> He's got one catchphrase for every number. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. Three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to be getting into the, oh, yeah. the double You don't want to get to 99. Oh, dear. <laughs> Bang, not finished. Bang. <laughs> if we could add an element of bingo into our shows anyway, though, it would probably improve them. Mm. Yeah, mm. I think I think bingo if, would if improve said, pretty much anything. If you said, like, during my routine, someone's going to win 25 knicker, I think people would, like, really get involved, wouldn't they? Absolutely, you know, yeah. If, especially if it was at random. Because it's really luck, isn't it, bingo? It's not skill, it's just luck. Whoa, 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 whoa. The BCA won't like that. <laughs> whoa. It's a sport and it, it should be recognised as such. <laughs> finally, when we get it to Tokyo, people will start respecting it. Or other countries. Um, <laughs> can, um, so what you would do then is you'd give someone, every audience member coming in would have a word and that word is in your routine. Mm -hmm. And if you say that word three times, they get to shout, uh, aye, aye, aye. Oh, bingo. Yeah, you're right, Jason. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo's better. Um, and then you give them 25 knicker. That's not a bad idea, actually. Guys, this is really fun, but I've just noticed that my tomatoes <laughs> have sprouted a tomato. It's the first tomato of the year. Oh, congratulations to the tomato plant. I, I can't... <laughs> um, is it... Um, is it, It's not, like, ready to go. It's not, it's not edible. You can't do a, a, a live taste testing. 
Sadly not. But imagine if you took it off and it had a bingo number on it. (laughs) (laughs) Can I show you guys my charge, which has been an out and out failure? Yeah, of course. Look at that. It's been like slugs of like glubbed on it. It's all been burnt away. It's a a charred knock life, isn't it? (laughs) Come on, no, no, come on, guys. Come oh, on, guys. Lovely stuff. Oh, 88. All of Chard, not. <laughs> Bang. Bang. Anyway, thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> thanks for playing bingo with us today, JC. <laughs> Sorry so, you've not won the 25 nicker. So we, we know, we know. obviously, you're growing your own veg, but um, what kind of a what kind of a flatmate are you to your, your partner and child? Well... I wouldn't say I'm the best, but I would say a two-year-old is the fucking worst flatmate you can have. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Don't answer the question, just throw your kid under the bus. Love it. <laughs> well, you're not the best of your house, but you're not the worst. Yes. What I'm saying is, I am the, po- the porridge that Goldilocks ate. And, you know, people need to accept that. Like, I, for example, I tidy up at the end of the day. Right, I, right. Do a fair share of chores. Yeah. My daughter literally, quite literally, took a shit on the rug. <laughs> oh no. That yeah. isn't that isn't good stuff. That's that's a bad house, mate. Was it yeah. a statement or a, an accident? <laughs> Didn't like the it, rug. Well, she got very excited last night for the first time she wanted to do a wee on the potty, and I thought, oh my god, this is brilliant. I've got a, a baby who's self um self-training. But then I think the poo was like that was too too frightening for us. So she was like, "I've got to do it on, on a comfortable place." Yeah, I've got to do it on the rug. Did she then, then sing, spread it out a bit? Don't did you? she then you sing the whole new world there. as well? Don't, <laughs> don't, don't spread me, it out. <laughs> she said to me, "I did a poo poo at home." That's how she described it. Oh, so she, home. she sort of knows the the sort of the basic geography of where she should be pooing. Yeah. It just needs to whittle it right down to in the potty not on the rug yeah so is, is, is the rug a write-off no I, to be honest i picked it straight up just <laughs> five second rule <laughs> pop it on your tomatoes it might work yeah, yeah work. good bit of fertilizer could have got very, that on the chart at the very very least it'll dissuade the slugs won't it or worse still the slugs will think it's a mate and try and get off with it <laughs> Um, shall we get into our email? Shall we get into our, our correspondence? On that note, really, on that, yeah. <laughs> Janet has got in touch via Beef Brothers podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch, guys. Thank you, Janet. Ahoy! My beef is with my partner of 10 years. Okay. He has had several different jobs whilst we have been together, and I always have the same issue. He makes friends with everyone as he is a very likeable and funny person. But he always gets included into the girl gangs at his place of work. What I mean... <laughs> I don't know if the I'm... big ladies. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean, I don't know if I'm making much sense, but he gets access to the gossip and girly chats that usually men are not invited to join into. That sounds incredible. Why yeah. should you enjoy hearing them secondhand? Absolutely. There is nothing better than second or third hand gossip about yeah. people you don't know. So 
I mean, that's it. I this obviously... Is, there's, no, there's no consequence to it as well, you know. It doesn't affect you in any way. You just get juicy. It's like watching the soaps. You're getting soaps pumped directly into your house. Anyway, sorry. I was going to say, it's like watching the wrestling. You can choose <laughs> sure. a good body and you can go for it. Who's Don't, the heel? Doesn't everyone get soaps pumped directly into their house? Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that how soaps work? You make, a, you make a very, very good point. But you, you don't have to pay your you've TV licence for this. You've, stopped, you've got to stop going to the picture house to watch Neighbours. <laughs> Lockdown's been really, really hard for me. I haven't, I haven't seen an episode of EastEnders for absolutely yonks, mate. So, here we go. What I mean, I don't know if I'm making much sense, but he gets access to the gossipy and girly chats that usually men are not invited to join into. I obviously don't mind in general, as I then also get to hear about the best gossip in his workplace, straight from the bitchiest girls in the office. Hot off I the stand press. However, he is always getting messages from the girls in the office via the girls' WhatsApp groups and invited out by the girls singularly. Which, yes, is a little frustrating, as I know his intentions are friendship-based, but maybe the other person is seeing his, his acceptance as more than friends? Mm. I don't know. Recently, whilst carrying out one of the many Zoom quizzes with his work, he was receiving messages from another of the girls and they were bitching about someone on the group whilst I sat writing the answers to another question about Henry VIII. <laughs> I, f I felt a bit miffed. Should I be? P.S. I have never worried about infidelity and he is definitely straight. <laughs> From Janet. Okay, Janet. Right. Here's the thing with the message. I think we got to the crux of it towards the end. I think it's that you feel left out. It's nothing mm. to do with girls and boys. It's nothing to do with gender. It's to do with you thinking he's a bit more excited by his friends than I am, than he is with me, sorry, than, than he is with me. Um, and I can, I can totally appreciate how frustrating it must be to be in a quiz when the person next to you is not getting involved in the quiz and is just texting because I've been both sides of that equation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, know, I know when I'm doing it, it's, it's bad and it's rude. And I know when the other person's doing it, it can be bad and rude. So I think it's just a matter of Janet wants to be more involved in his life. Why not, why not ask him to bring you out with the girls? You're a girl, Janet. You might have fun. J-Lo. Janet hates women. Oh. <laughs> Janet hates women. Right. Janet hates women. And what she's probably done is she's probably one of these people that says, oh, I'm not like other girls. I'm one of the guys. I'm wow. not like she probably doesn't have any female friends. Wow. She, that partner has one. She's like, no, not women. Wow. Has your partner got, you know, has he got Actually, the ear of women? My partner does. He does have a lot of female friends. A lot of his close friends are women. And do you yeah. fight them? No, I don't. Really, I don't really like. I just. I don't really care. I feel really like. I think it is coming down to. I do feel quite secure. Yeah, you're I just mean, happy he's got friends. It's nice to have friends, yeah. isn't it? Mm -hmm. It is nice to have friends. I used to have a sign that, in my house that said, "It is nice to have friends," and then I sold <laughs> it. So then I made my old own one. Look, I'll show you. Can you see it? It is nice. To have friends. 
So, so do you know so, what? So, so there's the proof. There's guys. the proof. <laughs> it is nice to have friends because yeah. it is written on the wall. Do you know what? It's nice to have that backed up because I was going out on a limb there. You know, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I really felt it was like it was like when they changed oh, gears on an aeroplane. What? You were going out on a limb. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got a picture of you. Going this out. is unbelievable. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got that wobble. Like, <laughs> I was going out on a limb there. Yeah, yeah. this is this, sounds, this is like some Darren Brown shit. Have you have you convinced me to say all these things? Am I just? <laughs> I've got a sign that says <laughs> what? This is blowing my mind over here. <laughs> no, I, I, the way I feel about this is, I think. It's interesting if he seems to only have a preference for having female friends, and that might mean something about his psyche. But like you say, like it's not intrinsically meaningful. To ch- like, it, it probably says things about him and things that maybe he wants to work through because it might be quite useful to him to have like a wide range of friends. But can I um can I just talk you through what I would want I, the joke I wanted to do here, which is yes. <laughs> I, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't twenty twenty, here's what I would have said. No, 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 don't worry. It's 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 now, Matt, it's not that. It's a podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Put it this way, I think it I, already exists. Actually, I'm not, JC. I'm not. I'm not going to show you what's written on my wall. Put it that way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, the joke I wanted to do is I wanted to spend a lot of time. My phone, basically, my phone isn't near me. If my phone was near me, I'd have talked a lot about someone being in a Zoom chat while sending bitchy messages about other people in the Zoom group and how that isn't particularly a nice thing to do. And I would have texted you all. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'd have been texting you things saying, really oh, good. God, don't think the guys are pulling their weight or whatever. You know, like it would have been very funny. But <laughs> Tom, that actually puts me in mind of my still, it remains one of my favorite. Favorite joke you ever did, and it, it, I've, I've kept it to this day. I've kept it close to my heart, which was um, Tom and I had been writing all day. Uh, we'd been um, writing some sort of adverts for Treeborn Mints. Do you remember that? Sounds like a job we yeah, had. Yeah. yeah. Did you come up with uh, <laughs> Treeborn Mints for a minty bit stronger? Yes. We had, we, it was a good day. Okay. It was, let's just say we had a good day. Guys, am I right in thinking that you stuck them up your bum? <laughs> Clarky, that was your suggestion that we didn't submit. Okay. That was Listen, that was why I didn't get point. the job, wasn't it? They last a bit longer. That's it. <laughs> and isn't that true with everything? Where, <laughs> that, where have I put that sign? Um, yeah, we we had a few jobs like that. We had a job for Heinz, uh, Beans, Beans, the musical fruit. You must remember that. Um, we had, had a few. I'm quite pleased. Yeah, um, and the milk, milk lemonade campaign went really, really well for us as well. Really strong, yeah, really, really, really strong. Really, really strong. The, uh, um, it was a chocolate campaign. We should say we were advertising chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, but on the um, on the day of um, the, the day of the the, the we were tree the, the tree bore, yeah. So, so we, we were working together on this uh, this thing for tree bore, and uh, we were sort of intermittently checking uh, the sort of gutter press during the day to find out about the exploits of Vernon Kay, who had been caught uh, having a sort of text affair with um, a page three girl. And um, we thought it was especially funny that they'd, they'd used a photo of Vernon Kay looking at his phone with the most sort of del- like it was just clearly him taking a selfie at a, an award ceremony. But it looked like he was looking at his phone going, whoa, <laughs> you know, and we were really, really laughing at this. Anyway, um, we then we then went to. Um, oh, I should also say it was my birthday as well. We then drove to Leicester, did an awful gig in a cinema. Um, oh, God, we were, yeah. It was a double bill with us and Coronation Street. Uh, we did... Uh, <laughs> it, was, 
it was an appalling gig. We, we, we died on our ass. I got back in the car with Clarkie. We were eating a KFC. And suddenly, my phone started binging away um, messages of from from a vernon k and this is back in the day when you couldn't see who texted you before it was no sort of thread of text it was like an old you know nokia phone and i just started getting the most absolute filth from vernon k just like real all the stuff he wanted to do to me i couldn't believe it makes it last a bit longer right certainly it's lasted um but but i've I've kept uh so it it was parry during the interval gone to my phone changed his name to vernon k in my phone and he is still to this day vernon k he remains on my phone so people if if people see ringing they'll be like do you know vernon k like, <laughs> one better one better baby <laughs> people are like you don't seem very pleased that vernon k is calling <laughs> well, why'd you always want? hang up on vernon k <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah my point being that i do think there is something inherently someone who's in a in a zoom quiz and they're texting other people who are also in that quiz about people in the quiz mm. you kind of go like oh that's it's not... a dangerous game it's to play a... and you're playing this dangerous game with someone else mm. and it's like you know i think you that's the kind of game you should be playing with the person you're in the zoom chat with that's what the the mute audio is for you know you kind of go oh god that fucking like that fucking, you know like <laughs> you kind of you mute your audio yeah, you, don't, you don't theatrically mug off your you don't go like <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's, it's it's pretty obvious what's going on from the uh, from the mind. <laughs> but like you, uh, you know, it's kind of you mute audio and you share it with your partner. You kind of go, oh well, yeah. we're on this side of, of the fence. Whereas like you, you're kind of fence hopping a little bit, and that might have felt, uh, you know, that might have felt I a bit weird for her. It is what you guys are saying. She's um, he's forming teams with other people when he ought to be reinforcing his own team. That's oh, a really nice, nice way of putting it. You're not going to believe what's on my wall right now. But, um, <laughs> but no, that, that, I think, I think uh, Josie, you've absolutely nailed it. Yeah, I think what you need, you, you say you're not worried about infidelity and it's not even about infidelity. I completely believe you, Janet. You're not worried about infidelity. But I think what you're worried about is just being a bit left out. Well, and I think if you, if you took gender out of the issue, if absolutely. it was like there's somebody else in the Zoom, if like during our Zoom quizzes, I was sat ignoring my partner and texting crossbow bit about all the things I wanted to do to him. No, no, no but like, I, Feel free, I, by the way, I, at any point to do that, mate. I think gender is something of an issue here. I it, think it is a slight issue. I'm not saying yeah. it should okay. affect okay. who you are friends with in any way. It shouldn't. And I'm not saying that, like, people who, like, straight men and straight women couldn't be friends, because I really do believe that people can. People can be close friends, best friends, and it's not a sexual thing. But at the same time... It, it, it is not like it's there it's true that he is a straight man and all of his friends are women and that some of them might be misconstruing that so that is something that he might need to like unpick what sort of vibes unpick yeah unpick it <laughs> unpick it mate what sort of vibes is he throwing out yeah sit with it how many how many kisses are on the end of his texts Oh, do you know something? Americans don't use kisses on the end of text, so they get really weirded out by like British people putting X's on the end of everything. I'm They're like, why is everyone putting X at the end? They don't. They don't. Know, they don't know X meaning. Surely they must know well, this. Like, they know, but they're like they weirded know. out by it because they're like, why is this person kissing me? It is quite a weird thing. I'm now on like I'm on like one one or two as standard. Sometimes three or four 
for like just you know mates whoa, whoa, whoa. sometimes that's like me with exclamation marks oh i love an extra exclamation mark why not my, my exclamation marks are, are, are through the reef at the moment i'm genuinely trying to cut back Sometimes it's just all exclamation marks. <laughs> it's only, only exclamation only marks. Only exclamation marks. Well, only when we're halfway through a Zoom quiz. Or we're um, going to go and see the band Chick Chick Chick. It's a lovely bit of business. It's a gorgeous reference. <laughs> it's, it's a, a, it's a wonderful reference torn from the early 2000s. <laughs> we all remember the new rave, the, the, uh, the heady days of new rave. <laughs> Klaxons, liars, Chick Chick Chick. You're listening to Radio X. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put a fork in this beef to coin a phrase. <laughs> do we unpick it? Do we say, Janet, have a, just what, bring it up. Have a word. What would, what would, you, how would you phrase that? Like, how do you phrase that without, that's what, this is Janet's dilemma is how yeah. do you phrase it without sounding like an arsehole? Or just sounding like I you're think, paranoid. Yeah. I, I think as well, like we've, we've hit on at least three different, slightly different issues. First of all, Texting while you're on a Zoom is just something you, you can, without being an arsehole, nip in the bud and say, don't do that, mate. That's me, rude. Me and Clarky play chess on a Zoom, don't we? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that is rude as well because it is when, halfway through a quiz. When the quiz is getting long. And and my my, and my girlfriend will tell me off for that. So during yeah. our, and, during and our it, Zoom quiz, you're playing is like, chess at enough. the same time? <laughs> That's sometimes, unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, sometimes. Do you guys have a Zoom quiz together with the three of you? Um, yeah, there's a, a three of us and a, a, a few other people as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like hundreds of people. Like, <laughs> yeah, about or, yeah. I mean, it's not not quite a hundred, but it's 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 well, in, it's in, in the late nineties. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, the late nineties. Uh, now that was a time. Now we're talking <laughs> round three, the late nineties. <laughs> Um, right, well, let's let's put. We need to put a fork in this beef and move mm-hmm. on. So, Clarky, you were addressing the other two issues. Yeah, uh, well, I'd say just with the first one, the Zoom chat, you could just say, "Don't do that." That's legit. Yes. Nip that in the buds and just say, "Nah, come on, mate." That, that's just say so you find it a bit rude. rude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally fair enough. I wish I knew what work the partner did. I think it would help me to understand if if the partner did something very <laughs> crucial maybe, or difficult. Maybe he's just HR. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and she's misread the situation. <laughs> they all come to him. They all confide in him. They all tell him what's going on in the office. <laughs> um, you know what? Like if he did something that was really, really intense, like if he was an emergency medic or if he was like... Uh, that's the only difficult job I can think of. But if that was his job, I think then I would have a lot more sympathy for the bonding because I'd be like, that's yeah, it's hard work. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if his job was like luxury... <laughs> oh, oh dear, none of us have proper jobs. We don't know what they are. If he's did, like luxury accountant. Did, did, did you say luxury chair, by the way? I was going to say luxury chair tester. <laughs> what a life. They do say they've, they've got like the bitchest girls in the office and it's the girls in the office WhatsApp group. That doesn't scream paramedic to me. Do you know what I mean? But does it scream luxury chair tester as well? <laughs> Let's say he's somewhere in between. 
An emergency chair tester. (laughs) (laughs) Not technically a key worker, but close enough, sure. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, look, let's say to Janet, it might be worth bringing up the Zoom etiquette and also being like, I guess the question is going like, does so-and-so know you're on my team? I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what that I don't know what that conversation is about being an well, arsehole. Well, I, I wonder as well if you if you say, look, next time. I mean, obviously it's tricky now in lockdown because no one's going out. But if you say next time we all go out together, I want to come as well. You know, like make me a bigger. I mean, you're already she's already in the quiz, so you know, make yeah. yourself a bigger part of that group. You know, become you know become indispensable within the group, and then they'll be texting you first, Janet. Become the queen bee. Become and the then queen take bee. everyone down. Yes. <laughs> Become the queen bee and then eat the lot of them. Like mean girls, it mean girls, it. Absolutely right. Be the bigger bitch. Well, what I meant was infiltrate the plastics and then kind of break up the plastics. <laughs> okay, okay. It's I, good. I, it's good. It's good. Be solved. From the sorting out your bees. Be solved. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Um, Josie, do you want to read this one out? Your yes, one out. please. Okay, am I allowed to critique it as I go? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. Okay. Dear agents of the beef, my housemate won't stop trying to bring my boss's wife home to my house to bed her. That's quite... My housemate won't stop trying to bring my boss's wife home to my house to bed her. What? I'm terrified that if I if they get found out, I'll get fired. Okay, wait that. Bloody hell's bells. This is wow. We're out it, of the gate. It goes on. It's steamy. I bought a house with my wife a year ago. What a show off. Oh, I bought a house. <laughs> I bought a house. Well, well done you. Who paid for the deposit, mate? Was it parents? Bet it was. Okay. <laughs> um, and we agreed to take in a lodger. Oh, a landlord and a prick. Right. <laughs> oh, we agreed on. to become landlords. Whoa, whoa. When you said, can I critique yeah. this as, as I go along, I didn't assume you were going to be absolutely in a character a assassination. Who's this from, critique, by the way? Mate. It's a Marxist critique. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh, Marxist see. critique. You didn't specify Marxist, you know. <laughs> okay, I'm joking. Um, I don't want to assassinate. Okay. This is a listener. They deserve to be heard. All of the sympathy in the world. I bought a house with my wife. Absolutely. 
Sorry, what does that mean? Hang on a second. Wait, they're a listener that deserves sympathy. How dare you? <laughs> they've, been, they've been through enough. They've endured unthinkable, unthinkable horrors. Uh, um, I bought a house with my wife a year ago and we agreed to take in a lodger to help us out for the first two years. My childhood friend, who we'll call Bert. Bert. That's quite funny. Okay. Hi, Bert. Bert. Dirty Bertie. Dirty Bertie. We knew him. He's fun. And he cleans up after himself. He works <laughs> from home too. But best of all, he looks like Hugo Chavez. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. We're back <laughs> so on the board. chances of him bringing girls home that I'd have to small talk with were slim. Ideal. Now, this to me feels needlessly politicised. come on. Why, why use this as an excuse to muddy the waters with a complicated discourse about Venezuela? There's no need. Now, yeah. Also, Hugo Chavez, I wouldn't say he is he's, like... He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's normal-looking, he's, isn't he? He's not... He's, 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 he's charismatic. He's gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, unless he looks like Hugo, Hugo Chavez now, in which case we're yeah, in trouble. Um, the, the, he goes on to say... My flatmate is a zombie. <laughs> oh, okay. Recently, however, things have become less than ideal. Uh. At Christmas, my 62-year-old multimillionaire boss, he's a bootlicker as well as a scab and a landlord, threw, <laughs> threw a big bash for all his companies in a private estate. But upon hearing that my wife couldn't attend, jumped on her invite. Early doors. <laughs> Oh, can I can I just can I just say firstly, Bert is is giving a, a real leaf out of uh, out of his own book to Janet here, isn't he? Because this is what Janet should be doing. If you see there's if you see there's an opening, which as partner of somebody who works for the firm, there is an opening. Janet, get yourself in there. Be be more Bert. Get yourself out there. Throw yourself into these. Okay, let's put a pin in that because I, I mean, don't I know mean, whether you're gonna. Yeah, because I. I I know what he's gonna say next, which is Bert tried to fuck the bosses. <laughs> That's not do the that, opening Janet. we want you to throw yourself at. <laughs> <laughs> Early doors. Oh, by the way, that was beautiful. I'm sorry I didn't appreciate it in the moment. Early doors, he was the perfect guest to bring. He was charming and pleasant and painted me in a great light to all my colleagues. A narcissist, a scab, and a lamb. <laughs> sorry. This guy, he's not treating Bert like a friend already. He's treating Bert like, what does Bert do for me? <laughs> Poor Bert. Okay. He made everyone laugh and was really enjoying the free drinks being offered on the night. What a mighty good man. Around 11pm, with about 11 Fanta Lemon and Captain Morgans in him. Is that what rich people drink? Whoa, no. <laughs> Whoa. So dark rum and Fanta Lemon. It's good, if it's good enough for Bert. That was, it feels like it would... Well, we'll do it during the <laughs> It feels like it would... Might, we'll text each other if it's good or not. Might, might affect my chess game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> five exclamation marks he likes it he just right Bert went AWOL he just couldn't be found I searched for him for about half an hour feeling that he might have just wandered home I began to leave on my way I stumbled across him with the boss's wife and nary and nary a stitch of clothes on their lower half <laughs> lying down along the back of the tennis courts they freaked out and can i say they kept the tops on but went bottoms off so undignified it's very sexy yeah really <laughs> oh. i mean oh, we, we all taking different things from the story and um, we're not finished yeah, i think the the idea because i mean obviously we all remember top halves only but 
Bottom halves only. That you, Bert, you matter. He's gone straight to base number five. <laughs> <laughs> However, oh, hang on, sorry. Uh, they freaked out and asked me to say nothing, which I didn't, of course. I think he means which I did, of course, because didn't, of course, would mean an idiot, a scab, a landlord. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I later found out they'd stayed in touch, but nothing more had happened. However, since the lockdown kicked in, they've been texting lots more and they're trying to arrange it that she comes here for some sexy sex. I'm against it entirely. Fuck yes, they're hell. both consenting adults. But if I'm involved in it directly... I could lose my sweet job. A betting. You're not involved in it directly. Well, maybe he wants to be. He a knows. Betting... <laughs> <laughs> He's there with his camcorder and his hands off. tucking on his egg and chips. We know about off, him. Yeah. Off. A betting adultery or something. It's a party. HR could wrangle up something, I'm sure. Just a side note. The boss's wife is only 30 or so, and she's incredibly beautiful. Like, legit model beautiful. Ugh, I don't like the way this man is talking about women. Oh, don't worry, guys. She's legit model beautiful. <laughs> you know, he's very rude about men. He's rude very, about... Very, you know, very grubby, grubby about women. <laughs> but by his own admission... <laughs> But by his own admission, is a solid four out of ten at best. He's pleading with me to let it go, as he'll never get this level of beauty or excitement in his life again. Oh. I'm very torn. Oh, no. I don't want to get sacked, but I can't deny my brother some loving. Could you help cool two cool dudes with attitudes out? Many oh, thanks, Ernie. <laughs> P.S. My wife doesn't give a shit either way. <laughs> well it's good to get the wife's perspective on that um so i i think you know if well here's the thing you are allowed to go to right well, I, I i can't remember what the rules are in lockdown anymore are you allowed to go to another person's house yes yes but it has person? knock-on ramifications over who you can then have to your house you basically if, no hang on she can't because she's in a two-person she household she's, she's she's i think right yes yeah, because then if she goes back, then she's bringing it back and potentially this poor multimillionaire who we're, we're assuming he's is 62. older and therefore She's already vulnerable. said he's 62. He's 62. There we go. Right. Sorry. He's 62. So there we go. He's eight, eight short years away from that vulnerable, uh, that vulnerable section of society. And who knows how long this lockdown's going to last. I don't think so... this... I think we need to take the corona out of this. <laughs> okay. Take corona out of it. Do it in the back garden. <laughs> You've have you got a tennis court? Have you got a ping pong table? <laughs> like, okay, so it, the, the husband is more than twice the wife's age. That to me suggests, and, and she's behaving like this, that to me suggests their relationship is not uh, a perfect one. Yes. Sure. I'd say that's a fair analysis. I, my main problem with this whole shebang... It's a sorry tale. It is a sorry tale, but I... I do not like Ernie's attitude. <laughs> I think he's condescending to his friend. And I think his all his concerns are really about himself, really. And actually, it's it's not fair for him to be like, yeah, you're going to get me fired. Like, it's, it's, it's not fair. At what point? At no point does he talk about his relationship with his boss, right? Like, the boss is a bit absent here. What's the boss like? As a, I mean, like, sure, he's 62. But that isn't his defining okay. feature, surely. 
So he says that his 62-year-old multimillionaire boss threw a big bash for all his companies. So he speaks of the boss with some admiration, yes. And, but he treats these people very much like objects as to what, they, what they've acquired, you know. The boss, he's in this because he's rich. Yeah. The girlfriend's in this because she's legit model beautiful. He sees only the surface of things. He sees them as commodities, yeah, and also how they relate to him, you know, which I guess is it's hard not hard not to divorce that. For, let's not bring divorce into it. Uh, hard, hard to, you know, hard to sort of separate your, your, your mind from it. Well. But you know, I'm, you know, yeah, you know it's, the it's hard, to, hard you know the to split trying... up. That oh wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But the, the the point I'm trying to make is, he is thinking of himself mm. here, and he's he's what he's basically asking is, do I, for once in my life. Do something that's good for my friend. It uh, isn't good for it. No, yeah. It's not good for his friend, though, is it, right? No. And if 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 she's if she's a wealthy wife of a millionaire, then they can they can stiff for a travel lodge or something. Can't I they? think that's. I think. That's I mean, they they can thing. surely book that's a tennis a court because I think like the, are, the, the tennis are, courts are open. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is actually a very fair point. She does have money and she is, I mean, to be fair to Ernie, she is dragging Ernie into something that is putting him at risk. Like, to be fair to him, I've spent the whole time slagging him off. It must be scary for him, especially at a time like this, to feel like his job is under threat through something that is nothing to do with him yeah. and through something that he feels is immoral. Yeah, you know? well, that's, I think that's the, the key thing is it's, it's lacking in this, but the idea of morality, like... Ernie, you don't need that on your conscience, you know. When, whether no matter what the consequences are, this is another man's wife. This is your house. Mm. You don't need that. You don't need. You don't need to grubby the memories of your house. You know what I mean? Like you need. Yeah. You you want it to be a place where you know decent things have gone on. <laughs> <laughs> That's another great sign for the wall. This is a place where decent things have gone on. I can see that right next to bless this mess. I can, that's, that yeah, works yeah, yeah. perfectly. That's that. That's kind of that's kind of. Why I feel like you don't have to dob him in. You don't have to, but but you don't have to facilitate either. Yeah. So I'd say, look, if you be at the you, very least tent down the bottom of the garden. That feels too much. <laughs> yeah, tent front of the yeah. house. Friend of the tent in the neighbour's garden. Is it? <laughs> Who's yeah, 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 tent yeah. is yeah. it? Yeah. Tell you what, if it's the boss's tent, I bet it's lovely. Oh, absolutely. It's, it'll oh, be more like a marquee. Yeah. Only decent things have happened in this tent. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, you yeah. feel for both of them involved, however? Because she's a very, well, she's a young woman who may or may not regret very big, very frightening decisions she's made. Mm-hmm. And he's someone who is very excited. It's a very intense and frightening time. On top of that, I feel for them. I do. It's, I also, feel for them. it's also a bit saucy. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's, there's no denying, Harry. It's, it's honestly... It's an absolute sauce fest. What you can't see from the this Zoom chat is that I have actually popped my bottoms off as well because... <laughs> like, you solidarity play, absolutely it plays out like a jackie collins novel doesn't it imagine the chemistry they yeah. must they, they must have had terrifyingly good chemistry to end up bottomless on the tennis courts my that god might, yeah. 
that must have been incredible. Can you imagine? Like the free like the electrifying. Yeah, like that is that is absolutely source, isn't it? So you know what? <laughs> Why is Bert not willing, even in himself, to throw a little bit of money at it to get that that thrill a second time? Bert, book book a book a hotel, do something like that. You know, like H- hire a car. Hire a car for goodness' sake! <laughs> you're, you're this is your to. idea of romance. Hire a camper van. Ooh, now Ooh. we're talking. Now we're talking. You can hire a camper van, take her somewhere beautifully remote, and have some sex. Have at it. Have some sex. This is perfect. This is. You know can what? I, can I pick up? I really like the fact that his wife just could not give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't care, mate. Who is she? Like, she's a she's a nihilist. She has no opinion on anything. But listen, guys, here's the good news. She's also legit model good looks. Oh, <laughs> baby, baby. Um, so I think, I think absolutely, I think hire a camper van, drive it to a field, drive it to the middle of the that, field. But that's, nice our advi- that's our advice for Bert, not yeah. Ernie, right? But then, if, no, we, we say to Ernie, tell Bert to do this. In fact, you know, and then wash your hands of the whole affair. Just say, look, I'm putting my foot down. Only decent things happen in these between uh, these four walls. And do wash your hands, guys. Please do, yeah. Happy or, or birthday twice. Book a camper van. Exactly. <laughs> Beef solved. Beef solved. So, Josie. Johnny. Hello, I'm Johnny. We're supposed to have a beef, a household beef. Um, and I was wondering if I could talk about one of our small grievances in the house. <laughs> I was thinking about the fact that, so there's two sides of the bed. Oh. I, like the way, I like the way that Johnny hasn't said yes yet. You're just going, yeah, I'm doing it. There's there are two sides of the bed and he let, let out an audible groan. Yeah, there are two sides of the bed. There are also two sides of the story. So we're happy to get Johnny involved in a second, but let's hear, let's hear the beat. Okay. There's two sides of this bed, right? Now this bed is, is in against the wall. And the oh. wall side is infinitely preferable, right? Whoa. Which side's right. preferable? Hit the, the wall side. Why do you say and that? His way, his way. That side of the mattress is less, like, it's, it's, a, it's less used. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't know, for whatever reason, that side of the mattress feels springier. You right? flip, I think, you I think we know the reason. <laughs> 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 what I'm saying is Hugo Chavez. Now, <laughs> That side of the mattress is springier, right? It's right next to the window. Now, we keep the window open. It's cool. It's a cool ah, color. Secondly, because it's by the wall, you don't feel as if you're on the edge of the bed ever. You feel like you're, you know, that the, that the wall is like supporting you. You're enveloped. Right. Yeah, enveloped. Mm, beautiful, right? <laughs> Secondly, if the baby wakes up, you're not uh, really yes, yes. Uh, no. Right, now we get to the crux uh, now of it. we get yeah. to it. Because I was gonna I was gonna come down that enveloping wall. You're in bed with your partner. Surely that should be enveloping enough in, in a wall as well. You know, it's <laughs> weird threesome. <laughs> okay. Spooning a wall. <laughs> but what I'm saying is we're both quite hot temperatured people. Sure. Okay. You don't yeah. want to be spending all night like yeah. Too you want, hot. You want the cool wall to cool you down. Okay, I Thank get that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But also, crucially, it's further to go if you, if the baby wakes up and therefore it's easier to say, well, you're on the edge, go on, you go. Mm-hmm. Now, Johnny has claimed the good side of the bed for himself. Whoa. Wow. And the-, the one thing. The one thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's claimed the good side of the bed for himself. 
and he will not accept any sort of rotor system. Like I have been so strongly advocating for me to get a go on the good side of the bed. And <laughs> recently, so I've been doing it for months and months and months. Twice, twice I've, I've had a go on it. How was it? Yeah, Johnny, go, oh, go, go, go. We, we, yeah, go on. We'd love to hear what Johnny has to say. Johnny, by all means. Come closer. Come, yeah, come, come close to the mic, Johnny, so we can hear you. Okay, whatever he says is absolute bullshit, by the way. Like, <laughs> apparently, you never get to sleep on the good side of the bed. Correct. Where did you sleep last night? Okay, this is why. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this oh. is why I'm bringing it up. The defense rests. <laughs> <laughs> last night, I got to sleep on the good side of the bed. And do you know what? I fucking loved it. It was paradise. <laughs> you t you can tell. You've, got, you've had a real spring in your step this morning. Well, you can tell, Jose. If Johnny wasn't here, I would say flip the mattress, turn the mattress round, get the good side of the mattress to yourself. You can move it to the other side of the bed. You yeah, but it's not it. just about the mattress. I know, it's the window. Mattress. It's cool. I know it's not. Could you could you move the bed? Could you move the bed to the other wall? <laughs> <laughs> no. We live in, we're, we're not Ernie. We don't live in a house. <laughs> You've got four walls, right? It's up, it's up against two of them, presumably. A dream of four walls. <laughs> Do you live in a marquee? You it's a gazebo room. <laughs> You've only got one wall. It's covered in signs. Um, I am. Um, uh, so look, what we're talking about is can you rotor the bedside, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surely, and surely it, there's a case for this. It sounds like you're almost rotoring it. You just need to be a little bit fairer. And you know what? What does Johnny want? A fairer society. We've heard his songs. That's mm -hmm. what he wants. And that has to start from home. You've got to be the change you want to see in the world, Johnny. If you want, if you want genuine equality, it has to be equality starting with the way that you respect your partner. Okay. I'm not a guest on this show. <laughs> oh, now he doesn't want to be a guest on the show. A second ago, he wanted his right to reply. Now he doesn't want to be a guest. Uh, thank, I, I'd like to say thank you so much. And You're very welcome, Jason. This matter resolved. It feels like that's the way it's got to go, yeah. I, I think we can put a fork in it. I Beef believe closed. we can. Be forked. <laughs> from the sorting out your beans. Jason, so what much. a pleasure. That was really oh. fun. Guys, I... I just love your company so much. It's so nice to see the three of you again and Aww. get to enjoy your funny selves. And we love your company. <laughs> we love your company as well. Um, is there anything you want us to plug, by the way, Josie? Is there anything you want us to promote like um, that you're doing yeah. at the moment? Yeah. At the moment, I'm streaming my show Tender most Sunday nights. Although that having been said, there's like two in July that I won't be doing it. But I'm streaming it on Twitch and on the Cosmic Shambles YouTube um, Sundays, the occasional Thursday as well. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. And also to you. <laughs> um, but, but, um, oh, right. and we also do a fortnightly Friday night comedy club called the Friday Night Quarantine Show. It's me, it's John Luke Roberts, it's uh, Johnny and the Baptist, and we have guests as well. And it's just very silly. So, yeah, I'd love to plug that. That's on the Cosmic Shambles Stay at Home stream and their YouTube too. Great. Really we'll, cool. we'll, we'll stick a link to all of that in the show notes. But Josie, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been so lovely to chat to you. Thanks, guys. I'll see you later. From the sorting out your beans. What a treat that was. What an absolute treat. Um, what a lovely ep. Beef solved, beef's closed, and beef's put forks in. Absolutely. A new one this time. Put a fork in this beef. Okay. Um, it's not it's bad. Ever, it's ever evolving what we do to your beefs. 
You know, we're not, we, we, we moved away from the idea of solving them. We're never going to solve them. We can close them or we can stick a fork in them. And we will. And we, sh- and we shall, and we shall. Sometimes um, both. Thanks for listening. Um, please leave a review on iTunes or just spread the word uh, to your mates if you think it's something that they would enjoy. Um, get in touch with your own beefs. You need to send an email to this address. Beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Um, Clarky, anything to plug? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Very rare we ask Clarky if you've got anything to plug, but we'd, we'd love to hear it. Clarky, why don't you plug the Patreon? Oh, yeah, guys, come along and join the Patreon. We're putting out content all the damn time, and it's top quality stuff. For $5, you get to hear to, you get, you get as many podcasts as your, your ears can <laughs> yam on. Wowie. For $5, you'll get the end of that sentence. Um, <laughs> today's episode was produced, as ever, by the peerless producer Caution. 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 Team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Yo, yo, yo. Yes, we're broadcasting live. Oh, yes, it's Patreon FM. Oh, yeah, in your house. Coming out, you massive. Please be upstanding. Yeah. Patreon Neighbourhood Watch. Roll call. Shout out. Shout out. Oh, yeah, first shout out. I'm not going to tell it here. I'm not going to tell it then. He's a great listener of ours. Give it up, big shout out. Peter Yen. Shout out to Peter Yen, yeah. Oh, when he eats, he's really fucking messy. He has to eat with a bib. I'm talking, of course, about Grant Gibb. Shout out, shout out. Oh, oh, oh. Big shout out now. To my good friend. She's an absolute <laughs> legend. Big, big shout, big shout out, out now to my good huge, friend. Big shout to out now good, to my good friend. Huge, huge shout. Biggest shout out you've ever heard. Big so shout big, out now. As big as a whale. As big as a whaley. <laughs> to oh, Ethan Haley. Oh no, fuck it up. My good friend. Back it up. Big shout out now to my good friend. Shave off your hair. Don't matter if it's a quiff. Oh, she's in the end. It's Ashlyn Smith. Oh, big shout out now. Big shout out now. My good friend. Big shout out now. Big shout out now. You know what? Yeah, he used to be on Coronation Street. What? Along with, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. He used to be on Coronation Street with Bev Callard. I'm, of course, talking about <laughs> Ellis Ballard. Big shout out. Big shout out to my good friend. Big shout out to my good friend. Oh, yeah, he's uncompromising. He doesn't pander. Oh, yeah, it's SW Griffander. <laughs> oh, Big shout out now to my good friend. Oh, yeah, his arms are long. He's got a big reach. Big shout out now. (laughs) (laughs) It's John Beach. Oh, big shout out now to my good friend. He used to be on Brookside. He used to be on Brookside. He was hanging out with Sinbad and he always passes the test. It's Joe West. Big shout out! Big shout out! Where's she? Where's she been? 
Ooh. It was like she... Where's she been? It's like yeah. she vanished. But she's back. It's Lizzie Rook Manis. Where's she gone? <laughs> Where's she gone, my Where's good she... friend? Oh. Big shout out now. Big shout out now to my good friend. <laughs> I'll be, shouting, I'll be shouting out when I'm dead. Put me in a coffin. <laughs> well, I've just done a shit in here. Let me out. Oh, hello, David Goffin. Big <laughs> shout out. Oh, no. It's wicked on the Come one. On, then it's wicked on the two. Shit. Big shout out to big my good friend. Shout out wicked now. on the one. And it's wicked right now. Big, big shout coming out like a cow. Well, that's it. End of shift. Tune in next week. This is the end of today's Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call. Big shout out now, big friend. Big shout out now. Big now we're going to play a track. Mate. I know you love it. You love it. It's DJ Zach Zemklaxon. What's his name? It's DJ Doctor Zap Zemklaxonhorns with theme from House Meeting. House Meeting. Big up to my big, 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 big good friend. <laughs> Weirdly, like with the production levels in my head, 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 production levels in my head. The sound of Ibiza in the summer. This is the raw stuff. Steady on, queef. This is the stuff like DJ Shadow. Coming off mic two. This is the raw stuff. This is the stuff like DJ Shadow. Bring in a little bit of bass. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. But then the hi hat. But then the high hat. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.